2: But right now we're joined by Tim right writer for ESPN.com, one of the best baseball analysts in the country. He does so for ESPN. Tim, we always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for hopping on with us on what I would imagine is a very busy day for you. How are you doing today?
0: Uh, I'm great. These wild card games, I know they're really unfair, but they're really good. I was in Boston last night for the Yankees and Red Sox, and I will be in Bristol, Connecticut, watching the Dodgers cardinals tonight and i
2: can't wait tim i know when we talked to you before the season and we've talked with you i I do a show with danny mack the cardinals broadcaster here in st louis and we've talked with you before about uh going to games and not being able to do that both last year and for much of this season what was it like for you to just be back in a ballpark for a playoff setting last night in boston
0: well, it was fantastic. And we did baseball tonight from the field uh, for two hours. And so there we're on the field like five minutes before a winner take all game is going to take place. It was rocking. It was great. And I said, and I like everyone else, this is it. It's back. This is so different than last year, which was great baseball, but it's not the same atmosphere. It's not the same ambiance without the fans in the stands, and Fenway was so alive last night. And just like Dodger Stadium is going to be alive tonight, just like every ballpark is going to be alive, unlike last year. So it was such a great reminder what I say all the time. There is no substitute for being at the ballpark. And I was at a ballpark last night, and it was glorious.
1: Tim, watching that game last night, and I know wild card games, anything can happen. We've seen crazy outcomes of them. But as soon as Xander Bogarts hit that home run last night, it felt like it was done for the Yankees. Now, I'm not sure your view on that because you were there in terms of atmosphere. But for me watching, it felt like the Yankees were done as soon as he hit that bomb.
0: Well, I didn't see it that way, but it sure ended up that way. And it's just another reminder that the Yankees, can be pitched to if you pitch them well as Nate Evaldi did last night. That was the 70th game last, year, last this year that the Yankees have scored three runs or fewer. And if you pitch them properly and they're not swinging well and they did not swing very well last night against Valde, you can not only hold that team down, you can beat that team. And the Garrett Cole factor, I'm just not sure how that happened. This is why they signed him and he threw 50 pitches last night in the biggest game of the season. Sorry, that's just not good enough. So that was a, a stunning turn last night. I just didn't see that coming in, Cole being out that early and the Red Sox being ahead that early.
2: Is this a reminder for Cardinals fans? Like I I don't know about you, Tim, but I went into that one last night. Okay, J.D. Martinez not in the lineup for the Red Sox. You've got Ivaldi going up against Garrett Cole. This feels like a mismatch to me. I picked the Yankees. I thought they were going to win that game, and it felt like they were the clear favorite. And then you go into it, and you watch it for a little while. It's like, oh, no, the favorite in this one is the Red Sox. Is that a lesson to be learned for some Cardinals fans going into the game tonight against the Dodgers, where, I mean, everybody and their mother is picking the Dodgers to win this one?
0: Right. The the lesson to be learned is there are no mismatches in baseball. There never have been. And that's the ultimate beauty of the game. When I was a beat guy, we used to call them reverse locks, like Roger Clemens in his prime would face some terrible Orioles pitcher that I was covering the Orioles. And I would think the Orioles have no chance to win this game. And then they would win the game. It only happens that way in baseball. And that's the ultimate beauty of it. Yes. The the Yankees had a clear advantage to me last night with their bullpen and with Garrett Cole and other things, and the Red Sox won instead. So, yes, the Dodgers are the prohibitive favorites to win the World Series, I believe, and to win this game. But anyone who thinks they actually know what's going to happen tonight, that's the best part about tonight. Something will happen that will make us slap our foreheads and say, hey, we didn't see that. That's why the game is so great.
1: Well, Tim, I think a lot of Cardinals fans are hoping that that uh, that forehead slapping moment is Max Scherzer getting beat up in the first inning. Now, it seems like it's impossible to do because Scherzer in playoff games always seems to be dominant, but is that the matchup that you're looking forward to of this Cardinals offense that was so high-powered in September going up against possibly the best trade deadline acquisition ever, Max Scherzer?
0: Right, and I think he's going to win the Cy Young. He or Corbin Burns will win the Cy Young. He loves this stage. He's been a very good big game pitcher. But you're right. Max Scherzer could give up. I'm just saying two home runs in the first three innings because that's what the Cardinals have done for the last month is hit the ball out of the ballpark. And then everything changes again. So do I think Scherzer wins tonight? Yeah, I do. But to to say that this is some sort of lock is ridiculous. Look who's pitching for the Cardinals. I mean, my goodness, that guy has had a Cy Young season in a lot of other seasons. But there's been so much overpowering pitching this year from Scherzer, Burns, and Walker Bueller and others. Adam Wainwright's not going to win the Cy Young. But I'd trust him with anything at this point, given his savvy, his guile, his understanding, his, his track record in the postseason. So if he threw a gem tonight and the Cardinals locked down the, the Dodgers, I wouldn't be surprised at all. This is what baseball is all about. The last team, say, to make the playoffs never went into Chicago Stadium and beat Michael Jordan's Bulls. And It's impossible that could happen. But in baseball, anything is possible, and the Cardinals are just as likely to win as anybody else.
2: We're talking to Tim Kirkshen for another few minutes here on 101 ESPN. Of course, find his work on ESPN.com and on ESPN. Tim, going into this game, I think one of the biggest decisions for either team is what the Dodgers decide to do at first base. They're going to be likely without Max Muncy in this game. What are you expecting? Do you think they go with Bellinger there? Do they go with the sentimentality of Pujols? What are you expecting from the Dodgers as they try to solve their first base problem going into tonight?
0: yeah I don't know what they're gonna do and I'm fascinated by this decision Now Cody Bellinger certainly is an option. He can play first base, but he has had a really disappointing season and he just hasn't been the same player he was when he won the MVP in 2019. So part of me says, well you go with the right the left-handed hitter and get him in there against Adam Wainwright uh, because Cody Bellinger's had trouble with the with the fastball this year and adam wainwright doesn't throw 95 like everybody else and yet albert has had trouble with with hard stuff also but he has really hit hard off-speed stuff and that's what he's going to probably see more of from wainwright so part of me says dave roberts has to say i'm going with karma here i'm going to put albert in against his old team the team he knows so well and he's got one more big start left in him. And the other part of me says he's going to go with the left-handed hitter, the younger guy, the better defender at first. So I don't know what he's going to do, but my guess is uh, that for the drama of it, he should start Albert at first.
1: Tim what's your intrigue level from the Cardinals bullpen situation and again we're waiting to find out what this roster looks like but two guys that I'm not sure Cardinals fans or anybody on the national side expected to be factors in this one might be big factors in terms of Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson
0: yeah this is an all hands on deck and Flaherty will likely be available tonight as he should be because you got to win this game obviously if you're going to get to the next game um this Cardinal bullpen has confused me all season. As you <laughs> guys too, know, yeah. us <laughs> too, Tim in St. Louis better than anyone. I've never seen a more, well, not unreliable bullpen, but there were good numbers and good pitchers in that bullpen. And yet when it came time to get somebody out, they walked somebody with the bases loaded in the most important time. And yet that bullpen has been really good for a month and a half. And if you can add, Hudson and Flaherty to that bullpen in what could be who knows they might use eight relievers tonight you never know I think you have to try everything you can get to try to get an out here an inning there and I'm just fascinated to see what Mike Schilt does with his bullpen tonight
2: Tim am I mistaken or were you part of the ESPN broadcast when the Cardinals walked like a hundred batters in the eighth inning against the Braves you were on that game weren't you no,
0: I did that game between the Cardinals and the Cubs that might have been the worst baseball game I've ever covered in my life because poor John Gant couldn't throw a That's the one. and every other pitcher that came in hit a batter with the bases loaded. It was it was a three to two game in ten innings between <laughs> two arch rivals in a pennant race, and it was a terrible game because <laughs> both teams tried to lose it so many times. But the point is, since then. The Cardinal bullpen has become so much more reliable, and they have violent stuff in that bullpen, and they should be better, and now they are. So that's the intriguing part of the Cardinals. If their bullpen is way more reliable than it was three months ago, why can't they be a factor in the postseason?
2: Tim, we always appreciate the time. Thank you so much for hopping on with us in the midst of this playoff run. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon if this team's able to go on a run and plays in the DS or potentially even the CS. Okay, guys. Thanks. See ya. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
1: Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going this limited time offer ends november 28th visit onepeloton.com to learn more all access membership separate offer starts november 14th and ends november 28th cannot be combined with other offers see additional terms at onepeloton.com